And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's eighty-eight point seven FM radio. We're on every Sunday from seven to eight p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, so we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And my name is Yun Tang, and I am here with DJ Alexicon. Woot woot! And we are going to start off with our impressions of the week. So, DJ, take it away. All right. Well, I'd like to、uh, greet our loyal listeners and thank you for listening to us tonight. My、um, impressions for the week really just occurred to me uh, uh, yesterday. That, that's still pretty early. Mine occurred today. Yeah, <laughs> mine occurred yesterday when I started seeing white spots on the sky, and I thought、oh. I was just seeing something. My eyesight, my eyeglasses starting to go, Alex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then I realized that it is snowing in Cleveland on October twenty third. Yeah. So it's kind of shocking to me because it's a little bit too early、hmm. on the way to work.、Um, 480 was okay, and then when I crossed that bridge that connects it to 271, suddenly、yeah. it's like a different country. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm ready for for the winter. I'm ready I'm to、not. ski, to ski the slopes, and enjoy the、uh, the snow. I know you're gonna bring it up that I don't ski, but I do. I do. Your turn. Well, my impression of the week is sometimes people like to pretend like they're extremely athletic, but until you actually put them to the challenge, they're just going to keep talking smack. And then if they collapse, I、uh, I guess I have to take them to the hospital, even though I.、Uh, but as far as I know, I've never seen you skiing. I ski. <laughs> I play basketball. I play tennis. <laughs> I play、uh, table tennis. Well, I play cards. Cards. <laughs> 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 What is it like Gambit and X Men where you throw the yes, cards? Like yes, dart practice. Yes. I don't know. Magic.、Uh... Some dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons. All right. So to be fair, to give you a chance to redeem yourself today, why don't you introduce your two friends who、uh, I'm assuming work out with you regularly to train for the Dragon Boat Festival? All right. These are not only friends; <laughs> they're also、uh, personal torturers of mine. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we have、uh, Michael Chicarello. Michael is a fitness arena expert. He worked for 30 consecutive years with the local government. I think he got bored, or after he retired from the <laughs> local government, he started working as a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor. He teaches a gr- he teaches group fitness classes at Cleveland State University. Go Vikings! Right,、Woo! me, Johnny, and Ian、uh, at Results Downtown Fitness Center, and he also designs and taught. Fitness routines for private corporations and work with the cancer community at the gathering place. And lastly, he also works with individual clients doing personal training to develop strength, endurance, and functional body movement. Our second guest,、uh, Livian Low, is born and raised in Malaysia until the age of 18 when she discovered America, like Christopher Columbus, to、What? go to、uh, <laughs> to go to school here. So、um, she first went to Pennsylvania. And fortunately, she landed here in Cleveland, Ohio. She likes sports. She works full time as a marketing analyst for Spang Power Electronics and Mentor. And she's also involved with motivations and、uh, enjoys what Cleveland has to offer. She's into sports. So here we are, Michael and Livian. Woo! Hello. Hello. So I see here that Michael, you are an, one of the original participants of the、uh, dragon boat races. What was it like in the early days? Quite interesting, actually. It was. 
as Alex mentioned, I do fitness a lot, and uh, and I also at the time was working for the city of Cleveland mm-hmm. and was at a, a meeting with an organization that no longer exists called Flats Oxbow Association, and and that's a downtown in the Flats um, organization, Community Development Corporation. And uh, at the meeting, I met. Uh, another guy who auto, off the cuff said you should come over for our dragon boat festival that we're going to have you know in a couple of months and i had never heard of dragon boat paddling or racing and uh, but found it interesting since it was fitness related and got involved with that and had a wonderful time it was just absolutely an amazing experience mm-hmm. the the downside is that m- many of the dragon boat festivals they'll rent dragon boats and they will then get as many people as they can to participate. And the, the boats come in for a week. You practice for a week. You race on one day, and then the boats go away. Mm-hmm. And there's anybody that's on the day after saying, "Let's go back out and do that again." So that was like really awesome. Well, you can't do it because you have to rent boats just for the festival. Mm-hmm. So a few of us decided, and we still question why we decided this, <laughs> because it was a financial commitment as well as just ongoing maintenance and all. But we decided to buy boats, which we did. And we have three dragon boats that sit on the Cuyahoga River mm-hmm. at Rivergate Park. And Livian and many other people practice with us and paddle with us and just have fun all summer long. Where's Weaver Park? Weaver, Rivergate Park, right? R- Rivergate Park is, is the, uh, it's right, it's on Merwin Avenue, which is near the Columbus Road Bridge in the Flats. Right. So if you were to come down off of Abbey, Columbus, mm. down into the flats, Rivergate Park is right there. And it's just this year was purchased by the Metro, Park. Metro Parks. Yeah. Wow. And it's really developing. It's going to be developed into another gem in the Metro Parks Emerald Necklace. Wow. So um, is is uh, the rowing open to anybody who's interested in trying out dragon boating? Or do you have to be a part of a team? Well, the first thing that you have to be able to do is say paddling. Because we don't row. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. Paddle. It's an honest mistake coming from a dancer type. What's the oh, ouch. What's, what's the difference between uh, rowing and paddling, Michael? Uh, paddling is uh, canoeing uh, where you have a paddle and both hands are on the paddle and you're mm-hmm. generally paddling on one side of your body. Um, rowing, which is the Cleveland Rowing Foundation, is a good example of a rowing shell or skulls, they call them. Uh, they, they have long 18-foot oars that they use for those skinny little shells that they put on the on the water, and they row. And, mm-hmm. and it's another good sport, and it's very competitive. But we paddle, they row. Mm-hmm. And, and so dragon boat paddling is uh, really exciting, and it's also a real good exercise for the body. Yeah, I've, al- I've yes, always uh, met a lot of people who always mistook rowing for paddling <laughs> well see, i thought that in dragon boat you did have your hands on two separate pedals but obviously not so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that that's something new so is it open to anybody who wants to try it out or yeah for sure oh, it's uh, oh. not only open it's extremely affordable and oh, there's really? no there's no um, membership that you have to have to participate you don't have to, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to buy a boat yeah you don't have to actually all you have to do is come down and mm-hmm. participate and uh if you do decide to paddle with us, it's only $5 to paddle wow. uh, during the season. And we have paddles and life vests and, mm-hmm. and the instruction and everything that's that you need to do. Um, As a uh, sweetener, the first session is free, actually. Correct. Oh, that's wow. Right. That's, that's just to get a feel for it because we want more people to know about it. Mm-hmm. We're not about 
making any money. We're about yeah. we're paying for what we have to pay for. Right. But at the same time, we want to encourage as many people as we can to, to become a part of the sport and, and just and just enjoy it because it's so much fun. It's um, Sometimes it's it's for some people and then it's not for some people. We don't get a 100% commitment most of the time. There's mm-hmm. like people who who come in not excited and then end up excited by the end of the session. And then we we have people who's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then after one session, oh, I think this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but it really is a small, a very small percentage of people that uh, that just don't like it at all. Hmm. And and there are those folks, like Alex said. Uh, some people, uh, Livian, I think, is an yeah. example. After doing it once, she decided, I'm going to get my own team. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had people like that that have literally put their own team together, which is 24-ish people. Wow. You need at least 20 people to, to race in the boat. Wow. I had a uh, new friend, Nancy. I, I don't know if you've met her. She's a new... Uh, Cleveland resident, and she'll be our guest in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not athletic. I really don't want to do it. And I spent uh, several hours trying to convince her. And then she finally came over, and after the first session, she's like, you know what? I, I really like paddling. Yeah. It's like a, a lot of good people who were friendly to me and nice to me. But the, the key there is, she said, there's a lot of people who were friendly and nice to her. She didn't care about the technical yeah. stuff, but she liked that the people were always there the to help her. Out. Yes, and, and encourage yes. her. So when do you uh, when can uh, people come and try out the uh, dragon boats? Well, at this point, next season. Next season, <laughs> two thousand fourteen. Start yeah. working out to get ready. Yeah. So when when does the season start? We usually start late May. May. Yeah. Yeah, because I totally want to try it at least once. So. <laughs> really? I, I Are you sure you can handle it? I said I was going to try it this year. If Alex can handle this. Yeah. Oh, come oh, on. We're getting there. We're getting to Alex soon. So. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> so do you usually meet on the weekends then? We meet throughout the week. Okay. Uh, weekends are the Sunday afternoons are usually when most people, like if you wanted to come down and try it, mm-hmm. uh, a Sunday afternoon is the best time. And they're, uh, this past season, 1 o'clock was the learn to paddle sessions that we held for people that just wanted to get a feel for it. And then teams that are wanting to compete in the festival, which is held once a year, mm-hmm. and in 2014 it will be Saturday, September 20th, Mm-hmm. Uh, teams then practice weekly, sometimes twice a week, sometimes every week from May to September. It depends on what um, what they want to do as a group. Mm-hmm. But but the more that you develop your ability to work as a team, the better the team is in the competition. I see. So it's kind of mandatory um, synergy. I don't know exactly how to... Nah, I'm just trying to be creative it's, with my words. <laughs> it, it, it is a team sport, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about team sport, um, individually, what you need to have is just your energy and uh, just be there. Mm-hmm. And if you are very athletic and you think you're very good, you're not going to move the boat. Yeah. No, you know, no you, you're not. A you, lot of people uh, sometimes think that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have had uh, friends who are very athletic, you know, they did triathlons and they like, oh, I run so many marathons, you know, this must be a piece of cake for me. But uh, they sat on it and they were like, wow, this is tougher than I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, wow, you, this is weird because you're using a different group of muscles from, from your body. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's not natural. 
<laughs> it's not. It's, it it's it not is not really. natural. Very true. Yeah. So, um, but the more you do it, the more you like it. Because, like I said, it's like twenty people moving the boat. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty exciting. People. Yeah, twenty wow. people. It needs to be at least try to be in sync with each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because actually, if yeah, go ahead. Actually, mandatory synergy is an exquisite term. Oh, really? Because, okay. Because the synergy <laughs> is the ability for everyone to to work as one. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you don't have 20 people working together, you have you have no chance of winning as a team. Exactly. And the uh, working together is very important there because yep. uh, if you hate your teammate, it affects the boat. <laughs> Are you it, speaking it, it really, out of experience, Alex? Uh, yes. <laughs> really? If you like them, then you're more relaxed and then you're more attuned to what your the people around you are doing. But if you hate him, you have that rage and your muscles tighten. <laughs> I observed this in other teams. They're both laughing because they know it's true. And, and then you're not smooth. You're not, I mean, your potential is not realized if you hate people around you. But if you love them, then, you know, the boat moves faster. I, I, I don't really... Okay. Let's, uh, let's encourage some positivity here. <laughs> or, or I can ask, what does the training entail? And has Mr. Al- or DJ Alexicon actually caught up with the training? Well, his captain might be able to address <laughs> that. Yes. I'll have to captain wait for Livian to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Well... It's, it's like everything, right? Five you bucks, Libya. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything else. You have to encourage a person first. First of all, I said, well, Alex, you did really well. You did so much better than last year. Then the next thing I would do is, well, you know, you can do so much better this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so I would say, Alex, if you could lean more a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, you could do a little bit better. And then somehow when he challenged my patience, I would just say, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> then I respond. <laughs> have I yeah. got a team for you to be on? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and also, yeah, but... Um, you know, most of all, it's just the teamwork. When you see your team members are, are doing so well and they put all the effort in, you also want to contribute a little bit at least. And if you slack off, you feel really bad because people are carrying your weight. I'll give you a secret. <laughs> One of my motivations this year is um, we have a member in our team who's only 16, 17-year-old. Yeah. And she's there. She's from Canton. She drives her every Brandy? weekend. Yeah, yeah, Brandy, oh. and I, I feel I didn't tell her because you know I, I was thinking that man, this, this young girl could do it. I should be here. It's Aww. like you know I can't I can't not be there because this kid is there. <laughs> well, just because she's young. Yeah, well, she's she's pretty dedicated. She was a she, model at yeah. the Asian Festival too. So she, she's a very very good kid. Mm-hmm. Very good kid. and strong. Strong, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, and that might be a good segue to talk about who our champions were this past season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which was, <laughs> Alex, you wanted you want to address that one, Alex? Yes. Yeah, the champion this year is called the uh, pan, uh, Team Panda. Team Panda. It's composed <laughs> of uh, fifteen year. Last year oh. they were fourteen year olds. Now this year they're fifteen year olds. Team Panda. Team Panda. Team Panda. They, they so. did really really Team well. Team Baby Panda. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They were fourth place last year. Really? Yes. Yeah, and this year they won the whole thing, and there and and this it's not, uh, it's a, a it's quite an accomplishment because yes. they beat they beat a team from Canada, which is they, very well they accomplished. They did really well, yeah. And uh, loved it. Had tears in my eyes when they won. Wow! That. So they definitely was this their second year competing then? They've been no? involved probably since they were twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's the, wow! And it's the, it's pretty much the same group of kids the whole yeah. time. 
Their growth spurt has finally hit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. <laughs> They're hulking up now. So. Yeah, it was very funny because I I looked at it in a very technical way.、Mm-hmm. I was asking people why why can't we do it? We our team name is Motivations. Yeah. And we got the third place this year.、Mm-hmm. And I was asking people, you know, like looking at it, why why can't we do this? What's wrong with our team? You know, why what can we learn from them? But- And my boyfriend was like, "You can't. They are just teenagers. They're,、yeah. they're high school. That's what it is." <laughs> okay, But,、uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we were、uh, ninth last year. So you jumped up five places. We jumped up yes, five we places. We so, did. Yeah. But, you know, I always keep reminding Livian that we have a tradition to.、Uh, we have a history because motivations were the champions in two thousand and eight. Was that before you were on the team? That's before and I was. <laughs> oh, sorry, Alex. Yeah, I was sixteen、um, during that time. I think. So now that、Whatever. I'm a little bit older, <laughs> <laughs> so you're 21 now, just old enough to drink. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> see, I see that's very important. <laughs> But Captain Livian, what is it like to Captain、uh, Livian? Yes,、oh, Captain <laughs> Livian. Yes. What is it like to be the captain of a dragon boat team? Do you have to like force your、uh, paddlers to work out regularly? It is um. No, no, <laughs> but yes, in a very subtle way. <laughs> ah, so basically,、um, tell us your secrets. Yes, you you need you need them to be able to to at least have the endurance to、mm-hmm. keep going. So it's either we all practice together every Sunday, just practice endurance,、mm-hmm. or encourage them to just go work out every day. But you can't really. Do that because everybody comes in here for a different purpose. Somebody just want to have fun. Somebody just want to have some workout. Somebody wants to win. So I, you know, in these three years, I finally, I finally realized that everybody has different purposes.、Mm-hmm. So I can't really force them to do what they don't want to do.、Mm-hmm. But eventually, you know, everybody has the same purpose. So we just want to go out there and just do our best. So we we did our best to train our endurance. We have a very experienced、um, dragon boat paddler. He, his name is Spencer.、Mm-hmm. He actually raced in Hong Kong many, 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 many times many years ago. So he's very experienced. So I got him in as our coach. So he he taught us a lot. And one of the practices, actually a few practices, he actually brought in a tire, like a, a tire? real car tire. A tire in a bucket, also. A tie、um, in a bucket, and he actually tied it at the end of the boat, and he throw the tie in the water, so there's resistance, right? Yeah. So and we-、uh, we don't know if he threw it or not. He never <laughs> tells the paddlers. Yeah. Until you realize that you're paddling so hard and the scenery is not moving. Normally, the scene moves. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like、and、you're doing your best and nothing is moving. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one、oh. way to train the endurance and then the strength. And the whole team wasn't really knowing what was going on, but we just knew that we put in so much strength and effort. Why is the boat not moving? <laughs> but I was、uh, like thinking, maybe I'm tired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that was not. That was very fun. That was very fun. That's wow. That's tricky. <laughs> so I mean,、uh, would you recommend this as like a, a method for working out? I mean, how do you burn calories? You want to put tires on yourself? Is that what you're saying?、Well, <laughs> Tie a tire in your waist. I, I kind of have a, a mini spare tire going on around my waist. What are you saying, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> well.、Um, No, like I said just now, it's a team activities, right?、Mm-hmm. So、um, if everybody put in the same effort and the same strength, the boat will go. 
and uh, you know, like Team Panda, the champion this year, you you can't really force all of them to work out every day or you know right. lift weights or anything. But uh, everybody, if they do the same motions, they are in sync and they listen to each other, they watch each other. If they are disciplined, yeah, this is really a good word to use, disciplined, and uh, and then you will, you will get there. That's yeah. awesome. So, Livia and I see in your bio that you're from Malaysia, yes. and also I knew that, but I didn't want to sound creepy. So. <laughs> you stalked me. Yeah, she's also a stalker like me. Well, I, well, actually, it was at Jen's birthday, I found out. So, <laughs> But is there dragon boat racing in uh, Malaysia? Yes, it is. Really? really? Yeah, it's shame on me because, um, well, the place where I'm from is called Penang Island. Mm-hmm. It's at the north part of Malaysia. And I just learned about they have a lot of teams mm-hmm. <laughs> after I started Dragon Boat in the United States. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and I started following Don't you them go on outside? Facebook. <laughs> Don't you go outside, Vivian, when you live there? But Were you sheltered as a kid? <laughs> it is It is just very funny because when you have it all around you, you never want to get mm-hmm. it. You know, you just, like, you know, it is out there like, yeah, whatever, you know. I'm not... I'm not cool if I go have Aww. fun with this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really never just go out and check it out and never see it and never participate. And now I really realize that they're out there. Mm-hmm. If I go home and I have a chance, I want to go out and, and train with them train. or at least have a team and see how well we do or how well they do, <laughs> which is very cool. And they, they are very active out there. Oh, really? In Malaysia, yeah. So is it organized the same way, or are there longer dragon boats or shorter ones? I, I think it's the same way, same. but if they don't have enough people, I think they will sh- uh, they will use only half of the members. Okay. I think that's how it is. Hmm. So tell me about this thing that I've heard from Alex about carb loading before the actual race, <laughs> which he said he was participating with you guys, but if, he, if I remember correctly, he didn't row this year. You told me, Alex, you didn't row this year, but you went to go carb load with no, them? No, I did. What? You did? You did? I was no. I, have, oh, okay. I should have brought my medal. You should have. You should have. <laughs> yeah, I slept right. with it for the first few days when I got it. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, seriously. Oh, my gosh. Well, because, you know, the two years I've been, you know, for an old person, it's really tough for me to, uh, believe me, each and every practice, I, I feel something the next day. <laughs> wow. The next day. It's lesser than the first year I was, but I still do. <laughs> So it makes me worried. <laughs> that's a good thing. As long as you feel the right parts. Yes. But, but you know, um, two weeks before the race, I, d- I don't feel anything anymore. That means I've peaked. Oh, good. So I, I, I know when I will be peaking. So I, you cannot peak <laughs> early before the race. <laughs> so I guess my main question is, what kind of foods do you eat when you're carb loading? Carb. Carbs and Car- <laughs> yeah. bread pasta. and rice and yeah. pasta. <laughs> this tradition of ours, I don't know if Michael rice. was aware of it. We started it last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we had this. Uh, where did we ate at an Italian restaurant by Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's called. I can't remember what it is. It was good food, but the place was kind of small. Aldo or something. Yeah. But, yeah. We were all dressed up. We were we looked nice last year. <laughs> Very sharp. <laughs> But yeah, I guess it was a tradition. We get together and have fun and talk about the race for the next yeah. day and, and uh, get things ready. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, because I I'm the captain for the tri- for the team, so I wanted them to go home and sleep early <laughs> and, and get yeah. enough rest so that they can get up early the next morning. You know, which um, usually people don't get up early on Saturday morning. And for, <laughs> and for this year, we went to Olive Garden because they have the um, unlimited oh. pastable for nine ninety nine. Yeah. So, 
and we uh, went to the Beachwood Olive Garden. So nice. I think everyone had a fun time. You know, I did. You know. <laughs> so I guess this kind of segues into my next question uh, for Michael and Livian. What is your favorite Asian dish? Michael, you can go first. <laughs> Since oh, you look so Asian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm uh, Chikarillo son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I would have to say that my th- there are so many, but the one that I think I gravitate to oftentimes is pad thai. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just pad, love thai. pad thai. Okay. With chicken or vegetable? Chicken, chicken. shrimp, vegetables, the new <laughs> eggs, peanuts. I, I do like it. It's like there's a slightly fishy taste. It's not overwhelming, and there's like a little bit of a lime hint in there. It's just right. it mm. mixes very well. There is a, so. yeah, yeah. Well, right. what, where's uh, the top two places where you'd had pad thai, Mike? Um, well, Siam Cafe is one of one of the better ones, and then there's uh, a place on West Twenty Fifth Street called Phnom Penh, which oh. is a Cambodian mm-hmm. yeah, restaurant. Yeah, and theirs is theirs actually is the tops for me, but it's really? got. Um, it's, the noodles have a I don't know how it's prepared but the noodles are somewhat reddish hmm. so something about it just looks different Shrasha has a sauce? different taste <laughs> I think I I've really seen don't know before. but I love it it's just really good we have to go try it out you I definitely would like have to try, try it out, so. it's definitely a good good order so what about you Livian well my favorite dish is um is from pacific east mm-hmm. uh, because they serve oh, malaysian japanese they, yeah they serve japanese sushi okay. um but they also serve malaysian food and i like their curry you know oh, everything yeah. curry i love i love i just love my hometown food so much N- now is it natural to actually have avocado and curry no no <laughs> that's what i that's what i thought what's no. the uh, name of the dish that you could recommend livian because uh, a lot i think a lot of my friends go to pacific east so if they oh, if they if they go there what should they try on the malaysian menu okay if they like spicy i recommend them to get uh, the curry chicken they have many different kind of curry chicken um curry chicken with rice and then they have this um curry chicken with noodles like a big bowl of noodle soup and then the curry and it can be they can cook it very spicy or mild and they have a lot of different things inside mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there's this thing called rendang rendang beef rendang chicken and they also um fry the okra and mm-hmm. i like that dish too the okra rendang yummy <laughs> what does rendang mean well, I think the rendang, it's some kind of spice that they use. Oh, okay. Yeah, to cook the beef or chicken or shrimp, anything that you can cook with that spice it, with a little bit of chili. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but everything we eat is very spicy. It's more like the Thai kind of spicy, not like the not like the Sichuan kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. I like the Shetan spicy too. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. grew up there, so yeah. <laughs> but but there definitely is a difference. Yeah, different kind yeah. of spiciness. And yeah. thank you for clarifying about the avocado because some places where I go it says curry and then it says something something avocado. I'm well, like, maybe well, it's Japanese Korean. Is there? I don't but know. I don't. I thought avocados were mainly Western yeah, hemisphere. I yeah, so I mean they, they taste great. Fusion. Don't get me wrong. It's fusion. <laughs> there you go. East West fusion curry. Fusion curry. <laughs> But yes, uh, yeah, totally. Don't get me wrong. I love avocado. I love curry. I just was not sure if they were originally meant to be together. No, so. I, I, no. <laughs> but let's take a break right here so we can uh, let DJ Alexagon come back and do Alex's Corner. Yep. We will be right back. Great. 
Come on, shadow girl, won't you stop straightening your hair? You're so concerned of looks, but you know nobody cares. A lifetime of feeling empty with doubt. Those two a.m. nightmares you can't figure out.
ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our break. This is Asia Town Voice. So, what is Asia Town Voice? We're an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on Sundays from 7 to 8 p.m. This program will bring you information at the Asian Pacific Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Since we are volunteer-based, please show your support to WJCU so that we may continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. Before we continue, I'd like to just continue with our shout-outs. Shout-outs and hellos groups and organizations who support us. First and foremost is OCA Cleveland Chapter, OCAGC, formerly known as the Organization of Chinese Americans of Greater Cleveland. It is a non-profit, non-partisan civil rights and educational organization. So um, it's an important organization, fights for your civil rights and uh, important causes around Cleveland. If you want some more information, uh, website is ocagc.org. Another shout-out also to the Philippine American Society of Ohio, known as PASO, and their website is philamohio.com, P-H-I-L-O-H-I-O.com. And another important organization or networking group that's making headlines and splashes in Cleveland is Motivations for Cleveland, mm-hmm. in which our guest, Livian, is the social media director, and uh, yours truly is the director of membership. Okay. <laughs> Motivations is, uh, why are you laughing? Motivations is a premier organization cultivating a vibrant Asian community for Greater Cleveland by promoting the attraction and retention of Asian American professionals through leadership and professional development, networking, and civil invol- civic involvement. You can check them out in Facebook and via their website, motivations.org. Um, another group that's also making headlines on the stage is Yin Tang Dance. Headed, <laughs> headed by Yin Tang. And Yin Tang Dance is a dance troupe or a dance group. Yes. And Yin is going to say some more about it because I don't dance. <laughs> well, thank you very much, DJ Lexicon. Um, we are the original Chinese dance group of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, it was founded back around 1999, but uh, I've been dancing with uh, the CCCCA, which is where the whole thing started, since 1994. So uh, I was very young when this when the Chinese dancing has started, and um, I believe my mother was the instructor at the time. Yes, I don't believe. I know. My mother was the instructor <laughs> at the time. But around 1999, I started as a substitute teacher and uh, performing with my class at the time. And now we have actually left. We have two parts. We are both a nonprofit and we are also an LLC. The LLC teaches classes, whereas a nonprofit puts together dancing and performing for the greater Cleveland area. And we are currently in process of doing an ancient style dance with the long sleeves and it's pink, pink blossoms. That's what we are. We're fairies. It sounds very cheesy, and I promise you, it's supposed to be a little bit cheesy, but very elegant. So, yes. Elegant and cheesy, like uh, Gundam style? No, not like Gundam style. (laughs) Different kind of cheesy, like old school cheesy. And um, finally, we'd like to do a shout out to Coco Bakery in Cleveland. We always mention Coco Bakery because we really enjoy going to that place. Yes, they (laughs) keep us full. They keep us full. They are bakery, coffee shop, Asian restaurant, and Wi-Fi hotspot. So if you are in Cleveland or plan to visit Cleveland, 
Drop by this little gem of Cleveland. It's on 3710 Payne Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44114. And they also have a Facebook presence. Um, continuing on with our program, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure. Did we mention the history of dragon boating? Not yet. I was going to ask Livian about that. Maybe I should ask Michael. Since Michael, he was Michael. The yeah. Original participant. Michael, uh, you know, yeah. is wisdom. Yes. <laughs> well, I... I'm certainly not an expert on it. Uh, <laughs> I do have a little bit of knowledge on it, um, which basically it's two components. There's Dragon Boat Legend, and, and it is, it's uh, rooted in Chinese history. Mm-hmm. It began over 2,000 years legend-wise. So there was a very famous poet who Li, I don't really know. Li, Li Bai or Liu, his, Liu. No. his name was Chu Yen. Oh. Yeah. Chu Yen. Is it spelled Q U Y U A N? That's correct, Alex. That's correct. See how much you know, and um, and the, if and Q U Y U A N is Chu Yen. So I think that was uh, a little in the kingdom of Chu during that time <laughs> before China was united. <laughs> but he but he yes, was a poet I, apparently in the 200 to 300 BC era mm-hmm. and uh, had a falling out with the government officials and as a consequence of that because he was a well-minded philosopher and poet and because of the differences between he and the government he decided that he was going to commit suicide and he did it in a river in a province <laughs> it was, is um, Hunan province now yes and and allegedly the all of the townspeople, uh, loving Chuyan as mm-hmm. they did, uh, went to the lake that he had committed suicide or the river and um, and tried to get him. So they were in boats and they were banging on with their paddles on the water and uh, and it all had a, a drumming yeah. sensation, which was which is a big thing in dragon boat uh, racing. Right. Uh, they had. Uh, they would throw rice in the water to keep the fish away from Chu Yen's body mm-hmm. and try to feed the fish instead of wow. letting Chu Yen feed the fish. Yes. And and then they had they wrapped that up into the um, rice bamboo leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's called Shinzu or Shinzu. Yeah. The rice dumpling. <laughs> rice dumplings. Yeah. I'm Italian. I don't. <laughs> you I eat dumplings. Raviolis. But. So that's that's well over two thousand years of tradition, and it, wow. it's very very remarkable. Uh, the the actual racing, the little bit again that I know, uh, historically became it was a military related racing, and in China they would have races on boats where they would have more like oars. So it was more it actually was sort of rowing, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that that became a way to get into the 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 naval forces. So if your team went one, that meant you're pretty good. So you must be a good warrior, and you hmm. would be put into the into the military. Nice, because during that time there were no motors, so they needed strong arms <laughs> to, <laughs> to yeah. paddle the military boats. Right, but it, apparently I I think the actual dragon boat racing uh, came to be in the 1970s in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Chinese communist government actually outlawed dragon boat racing because wow. of oh. the interesting prior yeah. ties to, to culture, to, yeah. and they didn't want to have that 
sort of inf filtering into their communist things. Yeah. It's so ironic that this year, I think the le the latest um, worldwide race, China won it. The worldwide dragon uh, boat race. Yeah, oh. yeah. I think China was the one who won it. The Philippines <laughs> is fifth. Last year, the Philippines won it. So I'm not sure about the other countries, but um, China is an emerging country in the dragon boat racing circuit. I think the United States was second or third or something. Yeah, United like that. States yeah. was third, I think. Yeah, the, yeah. the U.S., Canada. Yeah, uh, actually, there are so many countries throughout exactly. the world that have yeah. dragon boat Poland. racing Yes, yes. Poland wow. has won. Germany has won. Australia has won. Philippines has won several times. So even Dubai. Really? Oh, yes. Oh. Wow. I think so, they built their own lake to paddle on. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was an ally. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, if if the middle some Middle East countries can build snow malls, oh, exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if they build their own rivers. <laughs> exactly right. So I guess but it's a it's a very it's a very uh, international event that has different levels. Our dragon boat races that we hold in Cleveland are fun competition. I mean, people try their best, and like Livia had mentioned earlier, you know, we we work hard, we paddle together as teams, we try to develop our skills, um, but we all are on different levels of commitment. Right. And when you get into the elite paddlers, where mm -hmm. they actually have competition on an international basis. Now, if you're going to be on a team like that, there's nothing but work, work, work. Yeah. You know, and you work really hard to get to be the best that you can be. So let me um, let me recall this year's Cleveland um, Dragon Boat Festival that uh, concluded in September 27, 28. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a fun event. If you guys missed it, it's um, let me just recall what happened there. Since I was part of the entertainment committee, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we had this year was we had Taiko Drummings. Matthew Richards was there. Matthew was our guest awesome. before. Yeah. And uh, we had a live band playing classic uh, rock and roll in betweens, and we have a DJ who was also playing uh, music. So there was—it's a whole day of entertainment uh, for everyone, for the family. It started out raining, you know, at six six thirty a.m. We were setting up tents while rain was pouring down. Yeah. But everybody was into it. The race must go on, as as yeah. they as they say. And uh, by mid afternoon, the rain stopped and the sun shone. So um, it's a fun event. So what time does it usually end? About 3.30, Oh, that's early. Yeah. I thought it was like all day, like yeah, into the a, night. That's what I was thinking. It depends on how many, how how many, many groups we have. Yeah. 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 We had 18 teams this year, which is, again, relatively small for, for drag mode festivals. There's festivals that have 150 to 200 teams competing, and they wow. may go over two-day period. Wow. But... Um, Right. And, and the other thing that there's a, a lot of engagement with for dragon boating are um, breast cancer survivors. Okay. So they it, because you'd mentioned earlier about the fitness how how mm -hmm. dragon boating could be fitness related and it's a it's a huge fitness activity. Mm -hmm. So you get a great workout individually plus you work as a team to yeah. develop as a as a crew. But um, we had uh, three breast cancer teams participating and. Those 18 teams took from, we started at 8 a.m., we finished about 3. Uh, and it's just uh, just a lot of fun. You mentioned earlier that um, yeah, we have a uh, tough time attracting a lot of Asians to these events in terms of participation or just... Um... I, I, my personal experience and belief is it's not the, the paddling portion. It would be the, the festival making because... Um. 
since Dragon Boat Racing and paddling is more Asian, right. its, its roots are in Asia, mm -hmm. China and Cambodia and Malaysia, right. and, you know, and it's from there that the rest of the world benefit. I mean, Canada and the U.S. and Europe didn't True. pick up that until they f found what was going on in China and, mm -hmm. and the Asian countries. So um, for us, it's always been a, well, this should be, there should be more, a lot of Asian culture exactly. in our festival. And, and that's what we try to do. Uh, and, and for anyone listening, you know, if you're interested, <laughs> maybe an, maybe a dance troupe that our host might <laughs> be involved in could bring her maybe. troupe down to the, to show us, uh, that's a good idea. There might Asian be a, a good Asian dancing that. program that should be good for 2014, Michael. The only yeah. thing is we actually have a program scheduled that day in the evening. So we, it's we should be, 20th. yeah, the 20th. <laughs> We uh, we set the date two months ago, <laughs> <laughs> but but that's okay. We might be able to negotiate that. We date, can so. uh, we can give them an offer they can't refuse, Michael. Like what? You gonna cook for us? I'll talk to uh, Michael's <laughs> Italian friends and uh, <laughs> see if we can arrange something. Carb load, right? <laughs> we'll do some carb loading. That's right. <laughs> but uh, and we actually had a uh, one one year we had um, a, a young young girls. Uh, cultural dancing, uh, Chinese cultural dancing, mm. and they had the cute outfits, and they were very. Mm. It was very nice, and we did have a traditional lion dance normally. And mm. uh, the, as Alex said, we had taiko drumming, which is more Japanese. But any any Asian connection that we can lend to the festival to to sort of promote the spirit of what dragon boating is really about, yeah, would be very nice. What I was thinking is taiko drumming, and then this uh, Chinese dance group dancing. Well, At we the would same have time. to see. We're, we're actually negotiating for our... Uh, we've set the date for the 20th, the 21st, and the 27th. So we're going to see. <laughs> if we can't get those days, then yeah, sure, we'll do it. Yeah. Yes, yes. all right. Uh, I hear you guys will all be my witness. If our performance is not on the 20th next year, we are going to be at Dragon Boat. You can catch us there. <laughs> yeah. Much, much for Yintang Dance wink, Company. Wink, yeah. Much Love for them. Well, absolutely. Olivia and Michael, how did either one of you uh, get involved with dragon boating? You want to start first, Michael? Uh, I, as I, well, like I said earlier, that I mentioned, I, I um, got involved from a friend who just told me about this sport that I had no clue about, and uh, and had such a wonderful time that it was something that we just had to keep doing in the city, uh, and we've been. This is. This was our seventh year of holding the festival. Wow. And mm. each year we tried to build on that and get more teams engaged and involved. Yeah. But more importantly, I mean, the more teams, the better for the festival. But right. the most important thing is to expose what dragon boating is to the greater Cleveland community. Because we have three boats that people can come down throughout the season. Whether they want to compete or not, you could still get on a boat and paddle and, and really experience what it's all about. And that's to me the the, the most enjoyable part of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, for me, so like I mentioned before, although I was born and raised in Malaysia, you know, like an Asian country, but I <laughs> I have never tried dragon boating before. Um, shame on me. <laughs> but uh, so I got into Cleveland about four years ago, and I joined Motivations, and uh, I heard the committee member said that uh, this year the Dragon Boat Festival is going to be on what day and what day, and we uh, we probably don't have enough people to join, and probably we're not going to have it. Oh, really? And, wow. And, and I'm like, wow, what? 
no. Well, we should we should go try it. Yeah. And because I'm all about you know challenges and and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And then they told me, but it's really hard to get 21 people committed to the whole team. You have to go practice every Sunday, and it's really hard to get everybody to come. You know, everybody have their own schedules. And I was like, you know what? Let me try it. It's not really hard to get 20 people. <laughs> so I just, I just went right into it. And uh, first year, it was really hard. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what they said. It's really hard. Everybody yeah. has their own schedules. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's summertime. Everybody has vacations. Yeah. And, and people want to watch games and stuff. So people don't have time for this. Um, but, you know, they did. So we, uh, we formed a team. And the first year went by. Second year, my ego, you know, just grew a little bit bigger. <laughs> I think I felt that ego. <laughs> During her second year is when she recruited me. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, here's the story. It's a short story. Is um she needed a DJ for the motivations picnic. Oh. Yeah. Uh, during that point, I was really trying to lie low and not to be, you know, <laughs> not to be seen all the time. <laughs> that was also, I think, the year that uh, the first time I DJed for uh, Cleveland Asian Festival. Mm -hmm. So and then she said, "Hey Alex, you wanna?" I think she tricked me. You wanna, <laughs> we need a DJ, blah blah blah. <laughs> and during the picnic, hey Alex, uh, we have a dragon boat practice <laughs> tomorrow. That's a Saturday, August twenty-four. I remember the date. And <laughs> 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 he said, "Sure, I'll try it." I mean, in my mind, okay, I'll just show up so that you know, you know she, so that she stops bugging me. And then, <laughs> but then I find myself coming every Sunday. Wow. I don't know why. I need to wear my bike shorts, and uh, <laughs> but you know, I I enjoyed it. I like the people. You know, I, I guess I like being I like being yelled at by by living. <laughs> <laughs> but most of all, though, because uh, deep down I was thinking, because this is um, an Asian sport. Mm -hmm. So I was, it was really odd to see a lot of non-Asians were involving in this sport in Cleveland and also in the United States. So I was very curious and I, mm -hmm. I was willing to take the challenge to see if I could get enough Asian from motivations to join this. Because a lot of them are like me, they are from... Asian countries, but they just never tried this. I before. know we don't have a lot of members to tap around 650 members. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mainly I just want to promote this among the you know the community and mm -hmm. get this word out there to Cleveland people and all the young professionals who are really hardworking. Um, working from 8 to 5 every day maybe they should come out and do some sports <laughs> get some exercise too, get some right? exercise and, and get to know the culture even if you don't like it you try it once and it's on your book you know put it on yep. your resume I've tried it once <laughs> dragon boat racing yes so yes. Uh, are you both going to be the captain again next year well, I know Michael will never go away. <laughs> Michael is going to be there even when Livian and I are dead. Yeah, dragon, <laughs> dragon boating is Michael's baby. For the whole summer, from May until October, he's, he's doomed. <laughs> uh oh. Yes, but, but joyfully doomed. Yes, that's yeah. good. There's yes. two inspiration I take from uh, from uh, dragon boating. That 17-year-old kid and Michael. It's the two extremes. Kid? Yeah, the, the, the young kid oh, and Brandy. Michael. Because 
someone is younger and someone is older than me, if they can do it. I thought he was talking about the panda team. Yeah, all so the pandas. Yeah. Are really <laughs> that panda team has a uh, on my on my book. They, I have a target on them next year. <laughs> oh, watch out! Here comes DJ Alexicon. <laughs> Which is the that's the tradition. With if you win one year, everyone's out to get you the next year. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. always the case. So that leads me to my next question: What are your goals for next year? To win the festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like to mention that uh, Michael's team won third place last yes. year. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. 2012. Yes. It, awesome. we, we ended up, we got nudged out by motivations this year. Oh. So it's really a good uh, good rivalry between the basic battles and motivation. But Panda. What, what about Panda? <laughs> panda was Panda Rules. Yeah. So if somebody wanted some more information, what is your website? Uh, the website is cledba.org. Cledba.org? Correct. And that's CLE for Cleveland and DBA for Dragon Boat Association. Uh, and on the website, you it's more related to the festival, but there also will be, as we continue to develop the site, we'll have more information about paddling activities with the association. Um because it's an organization that's very loosely formed, mm -hmm. primarily just to get out in the river and enjoy ourselves and hold, and sponsor and hold the festival every year. So, cledba.org. And if you uh, go to YouTube and type in Dragon Boating, you'll find a lot of videos, instructional races, and a video talking about Dragon Boating. So, you can get your head start before our season starts again <laughs> next year. So, that by the time you join us, you're ready to go. So you don't throw rice dumplings wrapped in bamboo into the river or the lake, do you? It uh, goes to my mouth. <laughs> That's right, it doesn't. Although, Livian last year did bring, I, I think it was you that made a, oh. very many of them. And really? I have to say they were very tasty. And mine did not make it in the river either. Oh. <laughs> yes. made it to my stomach. Were they homemade or... No, they're them? actually from Coco Bakery. Oh, really? Very tasty. They are absolutely. So there's a plug for Coco. <laughs> but uh, as you mentioned, just now, what was the goal for you know next year or something? My goal, uh, my personal goal for the festival next year is I hope to see the festival go grows bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. as um, not only for the team and the the members or the paddlers or the racers, but also for the performers. Mm -hmm. Or the information about the festival, or about this race, or the you know how it came to Cleveland and stuff like that. For people, spectators who mm -hmm. come to the festival, who can see what's going on, and they can learn about the sport, or about a festival, about a history. Um, they can probably eat all the dumplings there yes. and have yes. fun and drum, or you know, <laughs> just just like a fun festival for kids and parents, an educational trip for them to come down to um, the aquarium, the um, the flat. I have been to the aquarium. Actually, I went there around 2 o'clock. I don't think it was this past year or the year. Maybe it was the year before or the year before that. But I went for the Dragon Boat races, but they were already over. So we went to the uh, aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of eating, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, the CDBA, we had our yeah. Paddler Appreciation Day, right, Michael? Yeah, uh, just uh, the 20th, one uh, last Sunday. Yeah. And that was to just celebrate our season of paddling with everyone that participated. We had a good group of people that came, and we enjoyed each other's company, had uh, potluck dinners and f more food than you could imagine. Um, I can't make it. Yeah. But it was 
very enjoyable. And that's that's the other component of the dragon boat paddling is that it's it's a social network as well. So you not only um, develop paddling skills and work as a team and it's fitness related, but it's also you meet new people. It's and like a learn. family. It's yeah. a, it really is a family because um, people teach each, each other. You, you teach people who can potentially be your, you know, raising against, but you really have to do that to promote the sport. Otherwise, Absolutely. you know, no one will learn the skill and it's not going to spread out. So you, you have to try to help other people with the skill so that there's more participation. So everybody's a winner in that sense, right? That's By right. growing the That's event. Right. So. Great. Yes. Well, and, um, and what we also do, just a real quick note on um, picking up on what Alex said, we have um, this past season, we put traveling teams together. Oh. And Livian's team went to a festival Portage Lakes. Portage Lakes. Portage Lakes, yeah. And, oh. and we have the team that I captain is called Blazing Paddles. And we took team members from other teams to form uh, a non Blazing Paddles team <laughs> that also went and participated in Portage Lakes. So, so oftentimes we pool our, our resources together, which we would probably do again next year. Yeah. And, and just it was a lot of fun. Have a lot of fun yeah. at different festivals as well. I think because of that race, a lot of paddlers gain confidence. Oh, yeah. As opposed to new paddlers racing their first race in September. Right. But because of that portage, like a lot of them gain confidence and they have this taste of defeat in their mouths and they, <laughs> they want to make it up <laughs> for September. So I think it was really good for the September race to to travel on other races. It's also one. a good practice. You know, yeah. it sounds like you have a great community there too. Yeah, it really yeah. is good. It's yeah. it's really great. They and have... uh, uh, I think Dragon Boat will be represented on Cleveland Asian Festival. Yeah, I think oh, I yeah. saw them last year. They have mm -hmm. a booth also. So we're there every year. We'll be there again this year. That's awesome. We bring our dragon head and our <laughs> and our drum. Taiko drum. And... <laughs> That's so cool. Well, thank you, uh, Michael and Livian, for coming thank you in so today. Much for having me. Thank you for having us. We um, will catch you sometime around town, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And we'll catch you next Sunday from seven to eight p.m. on WJCU's eighty-eight point seven FM. Asia Town Voice is signing off. Bye. 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 Bye.